Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of the Daily Ticket. This one for a Monday, the 15th of January. And as I stand in front of you, as you hear me listening to a podcast, the Detroit Lions have won a playoff game. Something we never thought they could do. The Detroit Lions took down the Los Angeles Rams at Matthew Stafford. They got the job done. It wasn't pretty. It was dramatic. Made you maybe a little sick at times because you thought they were going to let it slip through their fingers. But at the end of the day, they did what nobody thought they could do. They won a playoff game. And guess what? The Dallas Cowboys got their asses kicked by the Green Bay Packers. I think the Packers just scored again. Meaning, before the game was even played at Ford Field, fans knew that if you won, you got another home playoff game. You haven't had a home playoff game in 30 years. First ever at Ford Field, right? And now you're getting two. All you had to do was win the game, and the Lions did not let you down. What a ball game. The first half was so much different than the second half. We'll get into all of it, I promise. But because of that, I think a lot of us wondered, what would Ford Field be like? First ever playoff game. We know how loud this place is. We know how insane this place is. I took it upon myself to just stroll around the concourse. It was packed. At times, it was pandemonium. Let's go, Lion Chance broke out. Jared Goff Chance broke out. People were booing Matthew Stafford. The place was fucking electric. It lived up to the hype. I always knew that these fans, if we got a chance for a playoff game and a playoff win and a home playoff game, I always knew the fans would show up. And they did more than just show up. Like, this was the best environment I've ever been in in my life. Third down place goes insane. First down place goes insane. Offense on the field, the place simmers down so Jared Goff can run the offense. But just what I experienced before the game. And by the way, I did do what I said I was going to do. I did get the Sack Stafford t-shirts printed up. I did find one individual, not very many, but I found one guy that was wearing a Stafford shirt. I'll play for you the video tomorrow on the podcast. I I don't want to splice it in right now. I also found some other fans that just gave some shirts away. It was such a ruckus, awesome environment. It was so cool. And everybody was so hype. And I really enjoyed it so much. Like, I'll be honest with you. When I cover a game, I go straight to the press box. Maybe I eat a little of free food. I stay away from everybody. You know, at this point in my life, I'm 48 years old. I'm a little pompous. I'm a little arrogant. You know, I don't want to deal with anybody. No, I took it upon myself after doing a radio show to walk around the concourse. It was amazing. I'll never forget this atmosphere. And for all the people that paid thousands of dollars to be here, I kind of feel it was worth it because they saw something that they haven't seen for 30 years, right? People brought their fathers, people brought their mothers, 
people remembering the people that are no longer with us. It was that type of night at Ford Field. It was just really cool to be a part of this electricity. So kudos to the fans because you did not let the Lions down. And the Lions did not let you down. Lions, Rams, Ford Field from the get-go. Matt Stafford runs on the field and everybody's like, boo, boo. Then Jared Goff runs on the field and Jared Goff, uh, 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 Jared Goff. It's a little awkward of a champ, but whatever, it did the trick. Throughout the course of the night, everybody was chanting for Goff. I was worried that fans would wear Stafford jerseys. I was worried that they were going to give, like, Stafford this tribute video. He got fucking nothing. All he got was a big L. Take that back out of Hollywood, Matthew. Here's the other thing. Later on in this podcast, I will play you Matthew Stafford audio because, man, is he a little whiny man after losing this football game. He really is. He whines and he cries, and I can't wait to play you the audio. But let's get into the game, shall we? Lions-Rams. And if you watch this game, the Lions offense was on fucking fire from the very get-go. The first three drives, the Lions went 75 yards in 10 plays for a touchdown. They led 7-0. Then the Rams got a field goal, 7-3. Lions, five plays, 75 yards, 255 off the clock. Touchdown, Lions, 14-3. And I really thought the Lions were going to, like, run away with this thing. But I give credit to Matthew Stafford and that Rams offense because they found a way to hang around their own drive. They made it 14-10. Matthew Stafford deep shot the Puka Nakua for 50 yards, resulted in a touchdown, and it was a ball game, right? Until it wasn't. A 14-10 game quickly became 21-10. Another 75-yard drive for the Lions. Touchdown, Sam Laporta. A guy that wasn't even supposed to play, right? Everybody wonder if 87 is going to play in the football game. Not only did he catch a ball early on, but he catches a touchdown. And it was on fourth and one. That was a big moment of the game. You're looking at 14-10. to You don't score a touchdown there. You turn it over on downs. The Rams get the ball. They might march right down the field and take the lead. Fourth and one, Dan Skipper, number 70, eligible. Goff finds Laporta in the end zone. It's 21-10, and I'm feeling pretty damn good about myself. But then the Rams came back again because Matthew Stafford played well, I thought. He hit 2-2 Atwell for 38 yards. And I got to be honest with you, it was awful coverage. I mean, it was really bad. Kirby Joseph, I believe, fell down. The Puka Nakua touchdown of 50 yards. Cam Sutton got burnt. So that was 21-17. High scoring affair in the first half. 21-17, and we go to the second half. It's anybody's football game. The Rams got the ball to start. They punted. Lions got the ball. Nine plays, 44 yards, settled for a field goal. They made it 24-17. Rams got the ball. They got their own field goal. Lions got the ball. They punted. Rams got the ball. They got their field goal. And that was it for the scoring. Like, it's amazing. After all that scoring in the first half, and there was a ton of scoring in the first half, nobody could score to save their life in the second half, not a single touchdown, and a combined three field goals. Three field goals. This went down to the very end. 
24-23. Lions needed a stop. Rams driving down the field, trying to take the lead. Drive started with 718 remaining in the game, and it ended with 407. On third and four, Matthew Stafford went incomplete to Ron Rivers. There was a penalty, however. It was holding 10 yards. Third and four becomes third and 14. Third and 14. There's 420 left to go in the game, right? Matthew Stafford incomplete the Puka Nakua. Now, I'll be honest with you. Cam Sutton, John Kaminsky was in coverage. Nakua was more than likely held. More than likely interfered with. Who gives a damn it wasn't called? The officials let a lot of things go yesterday. They really did. So third and 14 turns into fourth and 14. There's 415 left. Evans comes on the punt. And all the Lions have to do is get a couple of first downs. And they win their first playoff game in the longest time. The crowd never left. They were out of their seats. David Montgomery right tackle for three yards. Aaron Donald got the tackle. Then it was second and seven. Jared Goff to David Montgomery. First down. Second and seven became first and ten. David Montgomery right tackle. One yard. Two-minute warning. Rams still had one timeout. And then Jared Goff hits a Monroe St. Brown for 11 yards. First down, game is over, victory formation. The Lions win 24-23. The Lions beat Matthew Stafford and the Rams 24-23. Jared Goff vindicated, tells Sean McVay, hey, you got rid of me? Well, your guy just fucking lost, buddy. That's right. And by the way, it is amazing. Matthew Stafford has never won a playoff game in Detroit, but Jared Goff has. Jared Goff has been in Detroit for three years, won a division, and won a playoff game. What the fuck did Stafford do? Stafford, 12 years, took a quarter of a billion dollars, never won a division, never won a playoff game, never even had a home playoff game at Ford Field. How about that? Unbelievable. Oh, man, I was fired up. Everybody was fired up. And the best thing about this game, at least to me, is I was on the radio before the game on Sunday afternoon, and everybody was so nervous. Everybody was so nervous. Like Pat Caputo, who works at the radio station, he picked the Rams to win. And he kept saying the same thing over and over. Matthew Stafford, Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. First of all, Cooper Cup did nothing. Five receptions for 27 yards. Puka Nakua is amazing. Nine receptions, 181 yards. But remember what I told you. Whether it's Justin Jefferson, whether it's C.D. Lamb, whether it's Puka Nakua, the Lions give up yardage without a doubt through their secondary. It ain't great. It ain't pretty. It makes you nervous. But you know what they do? They find a way to hold the opposition to low points. Like they give up yards, take yards. Here's a yard. You get a yard. You get a yard. You get a yard. doesn't matter because they don't give up touchdowns. And in the second half, they held the Rams to two field goals. That high-powered offense that was everybody was worried about, right? Except for me, of course, because I knew the Lions were going to win this football game. I was like one of the few. Taylor Decker, even after the game, said, listen, everybody picked against us. We're not idiots. We knew this. We believed in ourselves. I wanted to say, hey, Taylor, Taylor, I didn't pick against you. But you held Matthew Stafford and that offense to two field goals in the second half. Two 
field goals. And yeah, you made a four-point lead last. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. The offense for the Lions was putrid in the second half. One great at all. All they did was punt, 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 field goal, punt. That was their second half offense, but it didn't matter because the defense played well enough to get the victory. Start with Jared Goff. He deserves it. He's the winner. 20 to 27, he was amazing in the first half. At one point, he was 9 of 10. He had thrown a couple touchdown passes, make that one touchdown pass. But he finishes 20 of 27 for 277 and one touchdown. It's a rating of 121.8. David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs didn't have to do too much. Montgomery, 14 carries, 57 yards. Jameer Gibbs, 8 carries, 25 yards. And then, of course, there's the great, the all-pro, the best, the guy who got snubbed for the Pro Bowl, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's so good. He dyed his hair Honolulu blue. Seven receptions, 110 yards. Josh Reynolds got 80 more. Jameer Gibbs got 43 more. And J-Mo got 19 more. All in all, the offense wasn't pretty in the second half. It was flawless. In the first three drives in the first half, all drives were 75 yards. All drives went for a touchdown in the first three drives. It all went away. Credit to the Rams. But it doesn't matter because the Lions defense found a way to hang on. Matthew Stafford, 25 of 36, 367 in the air. He got battered and bruised, people. He might have even got concussed, if we're being completely honest. Go look at the video. It's somewhere on YouTube. But Stafford threw for two touchdowns. Kyron Williams, we talked about this. If he doesn't rush for over 100, the Rams don't win. Lions held him to 61 yards. And then Puka Nakua went off 181 in the air. But again, C.D. Lamb effect, Justin Jefferson effect. It doesn't matter. Lions make sure to keep you out of the end zone. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Go look at how their defense is scoring-wise throughout various months. November, it was a train wreck. They lost more games than they did in any other month. December and January, they hold teams to the low 20s. You hold teams to the low 20s, you win football games. Demarcus Robinson, 44 yards, 2-2 at well, 38 yards. Lions won a playoff game. The Lions won a fucking playoff game. And this place was just unbelievably crazy. And it was great to see. And it was so much fun. And they held the Rams to six points in the second half. Matthew Stafford, six points. Ha! And by the way, the locker room afterwards was so cool. It was awesome. I want to play a little bit of audio. Then tomorrow I'll get you my video of what I got in the concourse, me giving people Stafford shirts. I met this guy. He's from Canton, same city from me. His name was Mo, I believe. He was wearing a Stafford hockey jersey. It's ridiculous. I went up to him. I'm like, dude, I will give you this Sack Stafford T-shirt if you take that off right now. He did. Took it off, threw it on the floor. I got the stomp on it. It was pretty fucking cool. Not going to lie to you. The crowd was so cool, guys. It was such great electricity at Ford Field. But let's start with Matthew Stafford, okay? Because I knew this game meant a lot to people because you're going against Stafford. While it should have been a golf game, because golf showed McVay that he was not as bad as he thought he was. Like, let's not forget Jared Goff was thrown out to the curb on garbage day by Sean McVay. He was awesome in the first half. 
And I feel great for him. And I don't want to get into, like, are you going to sign him long-term? His agent believes that's going to happen rather soon, actually. I don't care about any of that stuff. In front of this crowd against the guy that threw him in the trash to beat him? How fucking cool is that? I know I'm swearing a lot, but I deserve to because I'm freaking fired up. But let's get back to Stafford very quickly. And if I'm rambling, I think you excuse me, considering it's like 2.30 in the morning. But Matthew Stafford, and I've told you people about Stafford. I've never liked Stafford from the start. I always thought he was a tad whiny. I never thought he did anything in Detroit. And then he took to the podium. Matthew, wearing his Carhartt jacket, took to the podium for the questions. Take a listen. Corey Woods, who works for MLive, does a hell of a job. Covers the Pistons, covers the Lions. He asked Stafford a great question. Sean McVay hopped up in the podium before Stafford. He said, listen, I, mean, I want to win, but I'm really happy for Detroit. I love this environment. I thought it was really cool, right? That was awesome, McVay, I thought. <laughs> McVay, by the way. Maybe you should have went for it on 4th and 14, pal. Maybe. Just saying. Anyway, so McVay said he was happy for Detroit. So I think the question was, is Stafford happy for Detroit? Of course he wants to win, but he was here 12 years, right? Is he happy for Detroit? Take a listen to his answer. I'm going to play you the question and the answer, and now you get to see the real Matthew Stafford. Sean McVay was up here. He said that he was happy for Jared Goff and whatnot. Their time together, you've been here for your first 12 seasons. How do you feel about seeing Detroit? I'm happy for the players. Happy for those guys. Okay, so I'm happy for the players. I'm happy for those guys. This dude played here for 12 years. He played here for 12 years. Oh, yeah, against the Browns. He threw out his shoulder. This guy was supposedly all about you. He wanted to win. I'm happy for the players. He's not happy for his fans. He's not happy for the fan that paid his salary. 12 years, dude, was in Detroit. And by the way, really bad job on the Rams PR. Because I did my best, Matthew, 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 to try to follow up on that question, and they would not call on me. Happy for the players, not the fan. That's the kind of guy you got in Matthew Stafford. Who cares? He lost. But he's not even happy for you. And he played here for 12 years. You know what? Good on Jared Goff, because post-game, all he said is how thankful and grateful he is to play here. How much he enjoyed the fans. He won't want to play anywhere else. And then he gets Stafford here for 12 years, never won diddly poop, right? But made a quarter of a billion dollars, and he can't even muster enough common decency to say, you know what? This is great for the fans. Because when I was here, we sucked. Couldn't even say that. I should not get riled up. It's 2.30 in the morning. I got more Stafford. As you know, Matthew Stafford got booed. And by the way, great on the fans. I was worried. I doubted you. I had no reason to doubt you because you people are awesome. You booed the crap out of him. He deserved to get booed. So what does Stafford think about getting booed? Let's take a listen to Matthew, poor guy. Oh, I don't know. You're testing, testing old man's memory here. Um, but, uh, no, you know, I am. Uh, you almost hope they would, right? I mean, the guy's, uh, he's their quarterback. He's playing great. Um, he led them to a win today. I'm happy for him. Um, I thought he played excellent today. <clears throat> um, he's leading an offense that's playing at a really good clip right now, and, and uh, they should be proud of him. They should be cheering for him. Excuse me? It was a playoff game. You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised that uh, they were excited about cheering for their team. And 
I'm not too worried about, um, you know, anybody's uh, personal feelings towards me that was sitting in the stands. Talking about Jared Goff, they should cheer for Jared Goff, not for Matthew Stafford. It's a playoff game. He's not worried about personal feelings towards him in the stands. That's fine. I love it that he got booed. I'll admit to you, I'm a Stafford hater. And I think you should hate him now, too, after those comments. He doesn't care about you. He just cares about the players. In fact, he doesn't care about anybody. What a joke. God, I'm glad you beat him. This playoff game was so sweet, but it makes it even sweeter and more excellent because you took down the quarterback that was here for 12 years and couldn't do anything. All right, let's get to the sweet, okay? I mentioned sweet. This is sweet. How about Taylor? He's been here for eight years. He never got to win anything. He probably started to wonder if this would ever happen. I asked Taylor Decker if he could put into words what this means for the fans. He gave a sensational answer. So we go from the whiner, Matthew Stafford, to Taylor Decker, who used to block for Matthew Stafford. Take a listen to Decker. I mean, this is a great answer. I feel like I can try to like put myself in their shoes, but I can't. I've been here for eight years. There's people who have been fans for 60 years. Um, I just hope it brings them joy because our sport's special because of the fans. Um, we're able to make the living that we do because of the fans. We have the home field advantage that we have because of the fans. Um, and I'm going to have a lot of special moments because of these fans and, and the way they show up and the way they support us. Um, so they're just incredible. Tell me that's not a great answer. How awesome is that answer by Taylor Decker? I've only been here eight years, but there's fans that have been here for 60 years. And I'm sure those fans were in the stands here at Ford Field today cheering their asses off. I mean, so cool. What a win for the Lions. Just a great win. They get to move on. Another home playoff game. It's either going to be the Eagles or the Buccaneers. We find out later tonight. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was asked, like, who he wants. He said, I'm not going to say, but you know who I want. Of course, he wants the Eagles. He's a former Philly guy. He played for them when they went to the Super Bowl. What did I miss? I've been talking for damn near a half hour. I know I've missed a ton of stuff. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to say goodbye. I need to go home and get some sleep. I'll read comments tomorrow. I will include video of me going through the con tomorrow. Hopefully you get a kick out of me going up to people, giving them my Sack Stafford t-shirts. But to recap, the Lions win at 24-23. Everybody in this building was so electric. And by the way, even before the game, when the Packers were scoring touchdowns, kind of weird, right? Bunch of Lions fans cheering for the Packers. But that's what they were doing because they knew that gives them a home playoff game. And by the way, Dallas and Jerry Jones, okay, sorry, it's past 2 a.m. I'm allowed to be a little crass, right? Because the officials screwed the Lions. They got the two seed. And now the Lions get a home playoff game. Jerry's going to be going and firing Mike McCarthy while the Lions get another home playoff game one week from today here at Ford Field. It's going to be 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock on Sunday, that's official. That's official. 3 o'clock on Sunday, at least against against either Philly or Tampa Bay. So that's going to do it for the daily ticket. What a day at Ford Field. What a stinking day. Lions win at 24-23. They finally won a playoff game. They win the division, of course, and they're just getting started. And by the way, like, who are you afraid of in the NFC? Like, they didn't play great in the second half. Nobody's going to say they did, but they found a way to win. And this secondary that everybody's worried about, maybe don't be worried about it because 
by design, they, yeah, give up a lot of yards. Yeah, they take more chances. But you know what? They keep you off the board. And that's all you can ask for. What a freaking atmosphere. This entire place was blinking. I think I have this here. I can show you. Here, toss me one of those. Dan Leach is over here. Legendary Dan. Yeah. So, so everybody had one of these. And they blink towards music and to get the loud to get the place pumped pumped i mean very cool yeah there you go look you can see it blinking right now actually see it i think yeah there you go see that blinking here i'll give you a couple of these we'll do a little giveaway all right yeah let's do that all right so lions win at 24 23 i'm pretty sure i'm missing a ton of stuff that happened at ford field it was just an unreal football game. And to see Detroit go in the victory formation against the Rams, Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford, when nobody trusted this team could win, I mean, that's just fucking awesome. That's what it is. All right, that's the episode of The Daily Ticket. How about your Detroit Lions? Just getting started. Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, this team doing stuff we never thought was even possible. All right. We'll catch you tomorrow on a Tuesday on the daily ticket. Uh, wow. If I missed anything, I'll tell you tomorrow. All right. You guys are awesome. If you were at the game, hell of a job. That's this episode. See you tomorrow. Bye.